Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. going on everybody welcome back to sideline summit took a break last week but we're back i'm antonio perez of course joined by you penn's finest danny cole listen we took our bye week it was a crazy week last week uh i had like a career fair danny also had one we went to the phillies game game four uh yeah it, it was just a crazy week so you know we decided to take one off uh but we are back um and of course we're, we're gonna back. jump right into summits and plummets before we get into that danny how are you doing man I'm doing great. The city of Philadelphia is doing great. Yeah, six and zero Eagles. Going to be seven and zero after they beat up on this team called the Steelers. Um, but we'll get into that. We'll get right into later. That later. <laughs> but uh, man, I'll go right into my summit, and I think you have the same summit. It's the Philadelphia Phillies, and specifically Rob Thompson. Man, uh, Rob Thompson has exceeded all expectations. Yeah, my flag right here is on my wall. It's it's just the Philadelphia Phillies. They've exped- Every expectation is like, okay, they're going to be an underdog. They're not going to win a game. Well, watch this. Bless you, Danny. But, yeah, I agree. Uh, of course, there's no reason to said what's already been said. The Phillies said. They're, they're the summit. Said. Literally, just, just said. Um, and – I went. My plummet actually is on the flip side of things in the AL. Uh, the Yankees just blew any shot of Aaron Judge staying, if there even was one. Yeah, he he's gone. Y'all just got absolutely embarrassed. The tickets for Game Four were as low as thirty five dollars. Twenty five dollars. A New York team thirty five dollar playoff tickets. Man, no shame. You, Y'all just lost one of the best hitters in baseball. Um, I and, paid. And, I paid seventy five dollars. For a Friday night Red Sox Yankees game in the Bronx this summer, I a regular more money season for game. a regular season game than the AL Championship <laughs> Series. Yes, in Blows in the Bronx. Mind. That's just that's so sad. And guess what? The Phillies have, I believe, thirteen to two odds to sign Judge. Probably not going to happen because we have like the highest payroll ever. But no, but where is he going to play? Who? Judge. Oh, we could honestly. I don't know because, Har- yeah, no, because Harper would go back outfield because he's going to get the surgery, and then it would be. I Harper guess they'll probably judge. they'll probably make Schwarber DH though. Here's what Cassianos could probably play first, and then that that means that Reese is gone. That's a shame because he's having a well, 
he's he's having a lights out postseason when he actually hits the ball. When he hits the ball, it's a home run. Like I think I believe he's actually four for eighteen uh, against the um, against the Padres. But anyway. This episode, yeah, of course, this is like summit week. Like, we got Steelers versus Eagles. It's super huge. We're going to be talking about some NFL teams who are sort of middle of the pack. Are they Should they tank the rest of the way? Like, are, are they doing too much? Or should they keep winning? Like, do they think, you know, get the right matchup in the playoffs and maybe we can make something happen? And, of course, at the end of the episode, we're going to talk about, you know, we're going to make some money. We're going to talk about our favorite bets. But the NBA is back. You know, I love the NBA. We kind of like got this whole thing kicked off. It was NBA season. So, you know, that was our thing. But we're going to be talking some NBA champions award predictions. But, of course, let's talk about some Steelers Eagles. We can start with the Steelers. Kenny Pickett's having it rough. Danny, you obviously watch Steelers more than me. Tell me, what are we seeing from Kenny Pickett right now? Here's the thing. Kenny Pickett is in the mix. He's in the games. He's keeping them in competitive games. Here's what I'll tell you. Since Matt Canada has become, taken over as offensive coordinator, the Steelers have put up over 20 points five times. Five times out of that's 20, that's 25 rough. plus and, games. And, and this all five I would, times I would came love with, to, with Big Ben, with Big Ben as the quarterback. I would love to know y'all record in those games because your defense has been here's the thing your defense has a like glaring weakness in the secondary, but your defensive line and linebacker core is so good in the run and pass game that like. You guys are able to win games. It's your Make offense it be the that secondary, bad. but like the offense isn't even bad. They just can't score touchdowns. And at some point, you can have all the talent in the world. It's play calling. Play calling exactly. doesn't. Let me let me ask you this: with this play calling, with if you guys had Big Ben at quarterback still. Is your record is your record the same, or do you think you have more wins? Because I'm going to be I think, honest. I, think, with you. I genuinely think we're four and three with Big Ben at quarterback. Talent, yeah, and then the whole thing, everything, the whole thing with this offseason, Me and you agreed like anything would be better than than Big Ben, but that is simply not true. But not not mentally, Mitchell, though. not Mitchell mentally. Trubisky. It, it plays like a coward. He doesn't want to take shots. Kenny Pickett is maybe too aggressive, um, and he thinks his arm might be a little stronger than it is. I'm not going to bail on a kid in, what, his third career game. Last week, he just beat Tom Brady while the Bucs are struggling. Yes, well, Tom Brady was, has, that, has that young Mitch, QB's though. numbers. That was Mitch. Well, he started when both of them, either of them. That is true. I forgot. Yeah, Mitch came in, got the win. Um, they cleared Pickett pretty fast off protocol. But Man, uh, I'm not going to give up on the kid so fast. I wouldn't have gave up on Trubisky that fast either. Uh, it. But yeah, I agree. Matt Canada is the the root of all their problems. He sucks. Um, yeah, he sucks really bad. And I think someone you might want to go after as an offense coordinator, former Sean Eagles Payton. guy, Deuce Staley, Sean Payton, Sean, P- <laughs> Sean Payton. I wonder how he would take a role sitting behind Mike Tomlin. I wonder what Mike Tomlin's seats like because he, it's it's like clearly not his fault. He year after year creates like at least like competitive teams. This offense is just not it. Like Dan Orlovsky said on Twitter, like I don't think they have more than ten plays in the playbook. It's so no, it's it's so also stale. like it's t- second and ten, and they're running toss plays to Najee with a bad yeah. offensive line. What is that? I I don't know, man. And second and long oh, oh. running the ball. The worst thing that that, that happened. They asked Matt Canada, "How do you plan on incorporating Calvin Austin to the offense now that he's healthy?" His answer: I don't know. You. <laughs> 
an electric weapon like Calvin Austin, you don't know how to use them. It, that's pretty sad. I mean, he doesn't know how to use Deontay Johnson, who's one of like the most talented wide receivers in the league. He doesn't know how to use Chase Claypool, who is this specimen freak and has been irrelevant since rookie year because no one knows how to use him. And you got George Pickens, who's finally starting to click because he's got Pickett there, at quarterback. And you still don't know how to use that kid. I mean, it's absolutely a shame. And unfortunately, on the flip side of things, the Eagles know how to get people involved. It seems like every other week, someone new is tearing it up. Um, and if I had to take a guess this week, I have a feeling it's going to be A.J. Brown. Just got, got a feeling. Yeah, I think A.J. Brown and Smitty both go for 100 yards. That is very well possible. But the thing that I like about the Eagles – a lot of things, like, if you look at anything that is not touchdowns right now about Jalen Hurts, top 10 quarterback. Arguably a top five quarterback this season. If you look at everything that's besides passing touchdowns, and you want to know why? When they get ahead, they don't play with their food, man. They just run the ball. And you know how many times the Eagles have got within the five-yard line this season without scoring? A lot. So from there, you just run the ball. And if it's fourth and one, or they're one yard away from a first down or score, Jalen Hurts, the the stadium knows, coach, everybody knows Jalen Hurts is running QB sneak, and you're not going to do a thing about it. So I think he, I think I'm not like, I wasn't, I was never a huge fan of like total touchdowns sometimes because like sometimes be like, oh, Lamar Jackson has more total touchdowns than Tom Brady. I'm like, well, Tom Brady doesn't run. So all his touchdowns are like passing, which is impressive. But like looking at it, the way the offense is run, I think. When talking about Jalen Hurts, you got to talk total touchdowns because he leads drives. He makes very good throws. Like his completion percentage is all the way up. I'm I'm just proud of how he's progressed. Like he is clearly so much better than he was last year. Here's my thing. I think his skill set last year had everything that he's doing this year. He just wasn't consistent with it. I don't think he. And I think 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 he's just as good. I think he just his his skill set's more consistent. And of course, he has two wide receiver ones essentially uh but predictions for this game i mean this could very well be a trap game like on paper yes the eagles should blow them out i'm hoping that's what happens but this could easily be a trap game the steelers have beaten the buccaneers who sure they are underperforming. they're they're bad they say they are bad but i mean who picked the steelers to win that game nobody and they just i actually i picked against them you picked against them and they won and for the dolphins game they kept it competitive, even with Tua Tagovailoa back. Uh, this and Kenny Pickett playing a god awful game. I mean, this could very well be a trap game. That being said, I have the Eagles winning immensely. <laughs> I have yeah, them winning not- a good 35, 35, four, 35, 20, 35, 20. This I is think not this the one that you that you hear. Philadelphia Eagles, what happened? The day that happens, I, I might not show up for the show next week. <laughs> If that happens, you might want to hide in the bunker. Um, But that's not going to happen this week. I got the Eagles steamrolling over them 42-18. to Predicting a team to get 42 points is a lot, and I think you're lacking self-confidence in your team. But I I get it. Um, However – I'm sorry, but you guys put – the. I think the Cowboys have, like, one of the best defenses in the NFL, and you guys put 26 on them. Um, And we could have – and it could have got crazier, but they they just – also combined with Jonathan Gannon not making, you know, changes. But simply put, yeah. the Eagles offense is scary. It's scary. And they okay. left money also, on the when table. The Steelers, when the Steelers' corners can't cover um, their shadow. 
it's it's going to get bad. Well, let's get it. Steelers, Eagles, we both think Eagles going to win. Huge. This is the summit week. But we're going to get into some teams that are kind of middle of the pack right now. Like some teams are like boosted, like over their expectations, but it's like, should they just tank or should like, all right, maybe we can get the right playoff matchup and see where we're going from there. The three teams that we picked are Chicago Bears, the Seattle Seahawks, who have been playing really good, and Atlanta. and the Atlanta Falcons. So three teams that are kind of middle of the pack right now, all, I guess you would say, like, even though two of these teams are three and four, they're like surpassing their expectations. We can start with the Seahawks. They're leading a division that is, yes, brutal and, and beat up, but like, who expected this? I think everyone agreed they'd be the worst team in football. And besides, I feel like I feel like you might have said something different though. I feel as if you had. I a believe I did opinion. say. I believe I did say that they would be decent. Um, There's. I think that a great draft and Kenneth Walker was a great pick. I and think. Sorry, this this Kenneth K-9. Walker K nine is Adrian Peterson. Yeah, he is. He is Adrian he, Peterson. He's the closest thing I've seen to a 2012 AD. And I watched the Michigan State score. I believe he had, what, five touchdowns in a game last year? Yeah, I believe it was against Michigan. Yeah, and he, he – And phenomenal. they lost, but, <laughs> but I mean he's, – He's phenomenal, though. Um, yeah, he's a great player. The I, fact that you have five rushing touchdowns in a game that you lose, your team's giving you the ball on the ground when you lose – yeah, like imagine winning a shootout with rushing touchdowns. I mean, like Kenneth Walker is amazing, or Ken Walker. He likes to be called Ken. Sorry, but uh, Gino Gino Smith has been playing phenomenal. Let's just t- tell it what it is. Like question: Gino top ten this Thank year? You. Absolutely. Yeah. Like this. Like ignore all the other crap because I don't really care. This season, you can make the argument he's as he's as good as anyone in football right now. He's been playing absolutely amazing. And um, that's good. But that's good for him because I think there's, I think there's five really... quarterbacks that like I think have played better than Gino this year. Well, I think the there's four obvious ones I believe, and that would be Mahomes, Allen, Jackson, Hertz. and and Hurts. And and Hurts, it's hard to tell obviously because the passing touchdowns. But I mean, look, Geno Smith has been amazing, and I think. I don't think this team should like back off, start losing games. I think they could find a team that they could give problems in the uh, in the playoffs if, if they keep crazy? winning. This crazy part is they're doing this without their all pro safety. Yeah, and, and it's unfortunate. I mean, he's probably not and coming back. But I it mean, it comes like, down to hitting on their draft picks. Tariq Woolen is Jalen Ramsey, and I like the fourth round. He's he's so good, man, and they they have really hit on this draft class. I believe they have five starters on the defense alone. Um, really, given that be that the defense was bad last year and that they were had to start, or but they're they're playing really yeah, incredible. They're I yeah. So are we both in agreement? They go for it, like go they're not try contenders. to. They're, they're contenders. Contenders for playoffs. For playoffs, um, yes, playoffs. Because I think I think we have three legit Super Bowl contenders right now. I believe that, and then I believe the Vikings, Giants, and Cowboys are like just there. But I think, look, I fully believe in those three teams, and they need a signature win. All of them need a signature win. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're both in agreement. Seahawks. Wait, wait, did you say the Giants don't have a signature win? Who is their? Who do you think their signature win is? They beat the Ravens and the Packers. 
Well, the Ravens and Packers, I believe, are both three and four right now. So, uh, but they're, they're still pretty. Tell you what, Giant, Giants, if they could beat the Eagles down the line, that'd be huge. What, week 18? They, yeah, they do play two times late in the season, but it's going to be their first matchup. That could end up because it's really late in the year. That first matchup could decide who gets home field. It's in, uh, end of, it's middle of December, I believe. Yeah, I mean, that could end up deciding who gets who gets home field. It could be tough. But moving on to another team, we're going to move on to the Atlanta Falcons, who just got their butt whooped last week. But before that, everyone's like, oh, they're three and three. You know, they got some talent. They're playing a little better. You know, Arthur, Arthur Smith hopped in his bag a little bit. Um, I don't know if I take them as, you know, go for it, though, yet. Unless, so they're a, they're a let subpar me hear team. In my opinion, they're a subpar team talent-wise that is playing better because of their play calling, which, I mean, their play calling is not going to change. So they're going to keep having this high-level play calling. But they're going to also be subpar, like, talent-wise. So you either make a move to get a wide receiver that you can pair with Calvin Ridley next year and Kyle Pitts and Drake London, or you continue to just be mediocre and have like the 12th overall pick in the draft. Yeah, I, I I think they should lose it out because honestly, if here here's here's the deal. So I think what they should do, you have to find out what you have in Desmond Ritter. You have to because I mean you didn't spend a high pick on him. I mean, figure out what you have. Like what the Colts are doing. They have Sam Ellinger and like they're they're about to find out what they have in him and if they don't know, Nick Foles is back in the NFL. <laughs> For a little bit before they go draft, you know, like Sheeta Shroud or something. But, like, that, I think the Falcons, you don't have to, like, necessarily lose or win. Find out what you have in Ritter. Let Ritter decide your d- results. I mean, you end up losing, you end up tanking, and you go get one of those high-end quarterbacks. And if he wins your games, maybe you got your answer. Um, but if they keep rocking with Mario, Mariota, then – tank go get rid of a weapon if you think here's your guy um, so i would go tank here but next is a very interesting team in the chicago bears who just laid a whooping to bill belichick like news just broke mac jones is back i just i just seen that mac jones is the starter and we can get to that in just one moment on an off-topic thing but chicago bears what are we looking at man three and four some games they look really ugly but this past game Made me think a little bit, and Skip Bayless. Skip Bayless said something on Twitter that I was thinking. I don't think they looked promising against the Patriots. I think Justin Fields looked promising, not the team. So the talent around him is not what determines how good the game is. Justin Fields will come into a game and can play damn near perfect and lose the game. But the games that they get blown out, he plays terribly. So it's so dependent on Justin Fields. And and I wanted to elaborate on that. You know what last game, like, his passing yards weren't out of this world. He threw an interception. Oh, well. This kid had, like, 90-plus yards on the ground. And know what Skip Bayless said? He said Justin Fields is turning into Jalen Hurts. Or he could turn into Jalen Hurts. Except I think they would give Fields a little more running privilege um i think you should i think you should i think you should do that fields isn't obviously you want to protect your quarterback fields is a is a tank 
Let's be real. I like, hear a tank. He's fast I think, as hell. I think it's a hot take. Fields is closer to Kyler Murray and Jalen Hurts. Full. I can get down with that. It, I can get down style. with that. And play style. I, I yeah, I can get down with that. Definitely. It's just Kyler Murray has like this cannon of an arm. Um, oh, no. And Jalen yeah, Hurts, Jalen Hurts, and Fields some similarities is how they get called play style, like a lot of quarterback design runs. Um, the Cardinals would benefit from having Matt Canada as, as their coordinator. Here's oh my god, uh, a lot of dink and dunk. There's like no way you can mess up, but the Steelers quarterbacks do it. Uh, but that yeah. set offense simply will not get you touchdowns. It'll get you field goals at best. You're going to stall out. You've got to get creative. Here's what I'll say with the Bears. Um, I think you should try. I think you should try to win. Try to win with the same way you won with the Patriots. Run through Justin Fields. Play to his strengths for now, and then you can build him up later. Like that's the thing with Jalen Hurts. Play to his strengths now. Win games. We'll we'll progress later on. Like we'll build his confidence later on. But for now, let's just win. Let's win. Let's get weapons. You know what I mean? I think they should win. I think they could. They should try to make. They could maybe make a move for like a, a small market receiver, like yeah, you know, right. if DJ Moore isn't isn't too pricey, go ahead. I think Justin Fields might just be the best quarterback he's played with no. since like you know what it Cam is? Newton Elijah for like Moore. a second. You should go after Elijah Moore. A lot and Elijah go after more, more, <laughs> all the more. Yeah, can. exactly. The more, the merrier. So exactly. Um, Dad puns. So, what I, here's what I'll say. I have a side comment about this subject. It's not about tanking, but it's more about winning. I believe that the Philadelphia Eagles have the highest chance out of any team in the last 20 years, since, well, obviously the Patriots did it, of going undefeated. Their next five games will really determine if they're going to, if they're it. Texans, Commanders, Colts, Packers, Titans. That Titans game is the hardest game they're going to play. I agree. If they – here's the thing. In, they are in, in they're favored in every game. So the rest of the season, they're favored every single game. They There's go one out game there. that I think that they – they legitimately might lose one game this year. Christmas Eve in Dallas. Yeah, that could be tough. That really could be tough. And here's the thing. There, There's a couple of games I'm scared for. One is the Packers. The only reason I'm scared it's of the Packers trap. is it's because it's, it's a trap because they have Aaron Rodgers. But obviously, we also we have Darius Slate and James Bradbury, their best receivers, like Romeo Dobbs. So, I mean, it would be Odell um, by then. But the, yeah. ti- the Titans game, if we can load up the box, you know what it is, you know. Or yeah, if they have Odell, uh, if the Packers have Odell at that point. But um, yeah, I agree with you. I mean, the schedule is in their favor, the talent's in their favor. Um, it, you just got to keep winning these gritty games, in which that's what they can do. Um, but. We're, like we said, we'll get to that Mac Jones, Bailey Zappi news. Um, I'm going to be honest. I think it was this is okay to 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 start Jones because I do think this is his last. I do think it's his last draw. I don't really think Bailey Zappi is Bailey Zapp. Bailey Zappi and Mac Jones are close. They're both not playing like Mac Jones isn't meeting expectations. Bailey Zappi's passing expectations, so they're both kind of like you know. Middle of the pack quarterbacks. Zappy has been impressive, though. I think there there's probably a team out there looking at him like, "Hey, if you're gonna roll with Jones, like, we'll take him. Like, you know what I mean? We'll take him as our backup. You know, if you're exactly. not gonna use him." But 
Yeah, I think I think Jones is probably has the shortest leash in the NFL right now. It's by like a drive or two. Like, because Zappy came out firing. Obviously, it looked a little easier. Clean pocket, wide open touchdown. But he did end up throwing two picks. And one of Jones's picks hit off the sky, the, the skyline cam. So I think this is a good move. Good move, but the, the leash is short. Agreed. So let's move on. NBA season is freaking back, man. Eagles so just excited. traded for Robert Quinn. You're lying. You're lying. Oh, man. Oh, man. Breaking news mid-podcast. They breaking got their, news. They got their edge Two rusher. breaking news mid-podcast. What did we give up, though? Um, he is a – I believe he had 20 sacks last year. He, Robert um, Quinn, I have no clue old. what they gave up. Robert Quinn is pretty old, but is they he, just got is it. He? The fourth-round pick. Fourth-round pick. We gave up a fourth? Yeah. Listen, listen, put the NBA, I'm putting that line away. Okay. The Philadelphia Eagles. Here is their pass rushing rotation. It is Joshua, Brandon Graham, Hassan Reddick, Robert Quinn. You get Fletcher Cox in there. You have Jordan, Jordan Davis. Davis. This team, team is absolutely wait, 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 wait. You did not say no. Javon Hargrave. Javon Hargrave, who's arguably been our best D tackle this year, um, and Milton Williams is not is nothing to be afraid of. I mean, he's he's not he's bad. a great rotational piece too. Um, TJ Edwards gets his he 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 does a great job on blitz. Um, wow, wow, this team's really going to the Super Bowl. This team is really going they're, to the Super Bowl. They're all in, and they've got a generational D end. They're all in, and they have two first round picks next year. Yeah. They have a top five pick next year. You know what's crazy? So the Philadelphia Eagles, they said, screw Brian Burns. Let's see how the Saints pick winds up. Because guess what? Guess what? We'll keep the Saints pick. And if the Saints continue to be bad, we can go get Will Anderson. We'll be an edge that can be here for a long time. Will Anderson, year. you are a Philadelphia Eagle. Uh, but anyway, sorry. Back to NBA. Sorry. Breaking news. Very excited. NBA. Me and Danny are going to obviously just run through our predictions. I know the season started, but it's still young. Anything can happen. Um, Danny, NBA champion, talk to me. Who's the NBA champion? NBA champs? champion is not the Los Angeles Lakers. I'll tell you that. Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. Uh, one thing I'll tell you, I don't think it's your your Celtics. I don't think it's the, I don't think it's the uh, Sixers. I don't think the team comes out of the East. I think it's coming out of the West. I think it's going to be a repeat. I think the Warriors run it back. Great pick. Great pick. Absolutely. And I think the Warriors run it back, and Curry adds to his legacy. This team. Who do they beat, though? Who do they beat, though? And how many games? Who do they beat? The Milwaukee Bucks in four. Ooh, four. I don't know. I don't know if you could collect. I don't know if you could collect a team of the best players in the NBA. If Giannis is on the other team, he, I think he's bound to win a game. I, I think, think Giannis he's... gets hurt game one. Bro's predicting downfalls. <laughs> that is vicious, man. <laughs> that is vicious, dude. Um, okay, so we you're saw what the Warriors. KD got hurt, and then the Warriors went down. Warriors in four over the Bucks. I'm taking the Boston Celtics in six games over the Los Angeles Clippers. While the Clippers have not looked 
great so far. I do expect him to flip it around. I do expect Kawhi Leonard to come off minute restrictions and be back to like the top five player in the world that he is. Hopefully, he hasn't looked good in his minute restrictions, but hopefully that oh. progresses forward. What I'll say: the Sixers get to the conference finals. They get past the second round this year. They get past their yips, but not just hit another wall. You so you think the Sixers get to the Eastern Conference Finals and lose to the Bucks? Yep. Who, who, is, who do they who do they beat to get to the second round? Who do they beat? The Miami Heat. That's fair. That's fair. And that, and that's the best case scenario for the Sixers. They cannot run into Boston or Milwaukee in the second round. No, they don't. can't do that's it. What I'm saying. I, they could maybe who, who, beat them in the my conference. Question, ready? Who on the Philadelphia Sixers? I'm a Sixers fan. Can guard Giannis? Mm, maybe and beat on the post, but and beat can in the post. But if you're on the perimeter, he's done. You're in space. That man is tough. That's tough. But yes, so you're going Steph Curry Finals MVP, Warriors champs. I'm going Boston Celtics, Jason Tatum Finals MVP, six games over the Clippers. Now we're gonna run through some awards. We're just gonna make this gonna make this nice mvp we're gonna elaborate boy, one, six, six months from now boy will we be wrong because it's going to be like the charlotte hornets versus the mavericks oh my god charlotte hornets just need to give up dude they really have to <laughs> all right so mvp all off season my answer has been the same I'm taking Luka Doncic, but my boy is making a great argument so far. He's averaging, I believe, 32 points a game right so far. So my boy's making an argument, but I'm I'm going Luka. He's been my pick ever since he got Phoenix up on out of there. My pick is none other than the GOAT, John Morant. Oh, my I'm God. Kidding. It's LeBron. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. Ready? Uh, it's, it's Giannis. Giannis is going to. Beat those allegations of, oh my God, he is voter fatigue. It's Giannis, man. Giannis is gonna. If Giannis could beat voter fatigue, that's tough. Three time MVP, tough. Hall of Famer, obviously we already know that. But uh, that's a great pick. I mean, I mean, we talked with Jason. Called me an idiot for not picking Giannis. I was like, oh oh my God, like I'm taking voter fatigue into account, man. Chill. Like I think he's the best in the league, but like I think Luca in shape coming into the season in shape. His Mavericks gotta win though. Losing to do losing to a Pelican team last night without Ingram and and uh that was dirty that's Zion bad. that's tough Herb Jones you know what I'm saying uh but I I do take Luca as the MVP Giannis is also a great pick defensive player of the year who are you going with um not Ben Simmons he's been playing horribly. Ben Simmons is one of the worst basketball players in the world. He needs to start being talked he's about fouling, when we talk he, about Russ. He's fouling out. He can't play offense like we already knew. Um, Here's the thing, though. He used to average 18 a game, like just 18 a game. Why are you averaging a triple single right now? Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? He's not athletic you stink. He hasn't played basketball. He hasn't played basketball in two years. He's not athletic. And here's the thing why he isn't going to be one of the greats, regardless if he gets a jump shot or not, because LeBron James, Kevin Durant, Jason Tatum, Steph Curry, Luka Doncic, Kawhi Leonard. Mentality. Mentality, man. Bro, they could they could wake out uh wake up from a two-year coma, hop on the court, and they're at least getting 15. Because yeah. they're gonna be aggressive. He's not aggressive and he freaking stinks. If there was a least valuable player, I'm picking him. But anyway, back to defensive player of the year. My defensive player of the year 
is not on the Lakers. He is winning back-to-back Defensive Player of the Year. It's Marcus Smart. That is a crazy pick because I don't think – look, I fully believe Marcus Smart should have had the – I don't think last year Marcus Smart should have won Defensive Player of the Year. However, there are years before where I thought he should have won Defensive Player of the Year. Um, I think that's a good pick. And you want to know who my pick would have been if he didn't get surgery? It would have been his teammate. I would have picked Robert Williams because he gets his hand on like five shots a game. He's, he's like actually yeah, he insane. Does. Um, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with someone in Cleveland. Someone, <laughs> Jared Allen or Evan Mobley. I don't really know who I want to pick yet. Um, no, I'll make it more intense. I'll go with Mobley. I'll go with the younger kid. I think you're Evan not Mobley going can... with Donovan Mitchell. Oh wait, wait. I remember. I should. I remember my pick now. It wasn't. I. I the the reason I I said that was because. Um. I was in between one of them all offseason, but I really know who I want to go with. I want to go with Bam Adebayo. A true can guard one through five. Like, like there's three dudes who can do that. Him, Draymond, and Rudy Gobert. He, Bam can move like a guard. He can guard anybody. He's a great shot blocker. I'm, I'm going Bam Adebayo. What are the odds that Giannis wins defensive player of the year? I got no clue, but I hear your teammates, big guys. Ask them what they think. Um. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Giannis, um, I don't know Giannis's odds. I don't know any of the odds, but I, I would assume Giannis has good odds. Six man of the year, not really a lot of candidates. I'm pretty sure Tyler Hero's starting now. I'm rolling with Malcolm Brogdon. That's a good pick. That's a really good pick. Uh, I'm rolling with whoever's coming off the Sixers bench. It's not a lot. You don't got a lot to offer there. Um, so it's either what, Tobias or P.J. Does Tucker. Tobias come off the bench? He might. I he think P.J. Small... Tucker comes off. I don't know who comes off the bench. The Anthony Melton. stinks. The Anthony, Anthony Melton. Okay. Okay. For, for six man of the year. All right. Um, my, my pick for coach of the year. I'm sorry, I'm being a little homer right wait, now. Wait, wait, wait. Be... We'll, 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 we'll coach of the year last. We'll go. We'll go rookie of the year next, and then most improved. Oh, rookie of the year is Palo Banchero. Duh. Moving on. I agree. It's just, <laughs> this kid. It, it's this kid Chet, looks. It's because Chet's hurt. I I was gonna roll with Palo regardless. Six ten handle can get to the cup. It will has a midi three. He look. look. If Victor Wimbignano was not coming up in this next draft, we'd be talking about Palo Benchero right now, bro. He is 6'10", and he is like an offensive juggernaut, like already. He's a decent playmaker. He can, he can he score a will. He's more built than Kevin Durant, though. Like, that's the thing. He's a body. Like, he yeah, could he develop a, a post game if he wanted to. Like, uh, I think this kid's stellar. He should – realistically, he should get the generational, like ta- – like, Tag slapped right on him, but he's not going to because, like, he plays for the fucking Magic. But um, I'm going Palo. Are you going Palo? I mean, I'm going Palo. I'm going Palo. I think the Magic got a squad. I think he's going to put up, like, 24 points a game. He's tough. I mean, first rookie since LeBron to open up his his career with, like, a 25-5 and five performance. Um, all right, Danny, yeah. what are we going Pal- what are we like rolling? What, what are we rolling with next? You said most improved. most improved? I'm going Herb Jones. I mean, Herb Jones. It's it's gonna be tough because he's second year guy, but I, I like to pick though. In terms of like simply who is most improved, because I hate that second year crap. But 
I like that pick. Elaborate. I mean, he, he, he made a great jump. Um, you can see it already. He beat the Mavericks without his teammates. Um, it's going to be about opportunity long-term for him, though. And if he continues to get the opportunity, which he should, he's yeah. in. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, my most improved pick. Oh, hmm. hot take, though. Hot take. It, it very might well might be Tyrese Maxey. Tyrese Maxey? That's a, that could be a good pick, depending on his role in the uh, offense. I'm not going to lie. I don't really remember who I put for most improved. But you know what? I'm going to go with Grant Williams. We're, Celtics are going to bring home a lot of awards. We're going to bring home. I think Grant Williams. Um, Moving on to the award. Is oh, scratch that, scratch that, scratch that. Another Celtic, another Celtic. Sorry, I'm sorry. Derek White. Why? Because he's probably going to be starting this whole year, I think. I think once Rob comes back, Derek, Derek White is making a great argument for why Al should be pushed to the bench so we have a backup center that can like actually you know play some defense. Uh and then we'll just we'll just run small ball, Rob at the five. We'll have four good perimeter defenders. If the guy you're attacking is Derek White, I think you got a pretty good squad on defense. Little Homer, that's probably not my actual pick, but I'm just gonna say it right now. I agree. And then what um, are we rolling with? Coach of the year? Coach of the year. I'm going with Taylor gonna say, I'm going to go Taylor Jenkins as well. I was going to be Homer and go Joe Mazula, but um, he worries me a little bit. That Bulls game, he didn't Ready? make a lot of adjustments. Eric Spolstra might backdoor it. He always has an argument because regardless of how bad the Miami Heat hard are, Eric Spolstra is one of the best coaches the game's ever seen. Um, ever. And you ever. want to know why? You want to know why? Because he coached LeBron James and didn't get fired. So <laughs> that says something. Exactly. It's like Tomlin. He coached Antonio Brown, and he didn't get fired. Yeah. But moving on to back to the NFL. Who wants to make some money this week? We got some picks. We got some picks, guys. Money, money, money. Picks. Manziel. We got some picks. We're not, betting on, we're not betting on these games. We're only betting if it is the fan control football league with Manziel. Exactly. But – Let's get right into things. Uh, I'm personally taking my Eagles minus 10 and a half. That's what That's I would do. I, I, I predicted them to lose by 20, so um, <laughs> good pick. Oh, um, uh, no, no, I take that spread back. That's not the spread I want to take. I want to take something a little more feisty. I want to take Bears plus nine and a half against the Dallas Cowboys. That's insane. That's what, I want. Um, That's what I want. That is what I want. I think the Jets come out with a statement win over the rival, the New England Patriots. I think they cover minus two and a half. Money line that I like is minus 130 Jacksonville Jaguars. That's what I'm going with. Money line that I love, I love, is the Tennessee Titans. They play the Texans. That's, Yeah. I mean, they lose this one. That's rough. But uh, hammer, hammer, uh, hammer it. And the Titans are going to be absolutely. Watch hammer. out. They'll be five and two after this win. Remember when yeah. you said, "Oh, hold up, yeah. the Titans are zero and two. That would be and five straight course, wins. You need an anytime score. Back to the Jacksonville game. Travis Etienne, James Robinson, yeah, no J. Rob, gone, gone. Etienne time, and now we need your anytime score. Anytime score, Stephon Diggs, Sunday Night Football against the Green Bay Packers. 
Easy. It's going to be a hell of a match. I mean, Jair's going to look to bounce back this week. I mean, got sunned by Terry, but we like our yeah. picks. Too bad that Jair Alexander cannot cover Stefan Dace because nobody on this universe can cover him. That was very true, besides the Chiefs last year in the playoffs. But, guys, that is everything from us today. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Danny, got anything to say before we go? That's all we got. Go Phils. Fighting Phils. By next episode, Philly should be wrapping up the World Series. Let's go. That's true. By next episode, the Eagles will pack the Steelers and the Phillies will pack the Astros. Thank you for all for tuning in. Have a good one. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.